This episode of Tales of the Voidfair is brought to you by all the awesome patrons over at the Project Derailed Patreon. If you are a fan of this show and all the other podcasts we create here at Project Derailed, you could join this legion of elite champions yourself over at patreon.com slash projectderailed. A single $5 subscription tier gets you access to patron-exclusive channels on our Discord, extended Q&A episodes, and a whole extra podcast called Derailed Off the Rails. Thank you everyone for your support. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Previously on Tales of the Void Pharaoh. Luckbeak, your bullet catches it in the eye as the dragon lets out a loud shriek, and then you hear a distant roar, and then another, and another. At the same time, too, there's white dragons flying around, so if me and one other person get caught by a dragon, we're pretty well screwed. They were going to do that attack today, right? That was Kazat's original plan. You don't know if that plan has changed. You guys are really going to split the party on me? Okay, here we go. Cowabunga it is. (laughs) Shadow envelops you and you turn in time to see an adult white dragon. There you are. I should have gone with Marco. was last it's fine when tanner's not here it's not a fight it's not interesting tanner (laughs) is the problem he brings out the worst in us yeah he's really (laughs) the ruiner (laughs) any grievances we need to air about tanner now's the time to do it while he's not here i can't wait for your tanner to not listen to this but kitty listens to it and tells tanner (laughs) (laughs) that would be exactly how it would go yeah i love you kitty (laughs) uh knowing tanner he'll probably listen to this one because he wasn't on this one Mm. (laughs) that makes sense but yeah uh so everyone if you haven't noticed we are since the party has been sundered we're going to record one half and then the other or maybe this is the second half of that. Who knows? We don't <laughs> In which know. case. <laughs> uh, way to start things off. Right? <laughs> maybe you already know what happened to Marco. Uh-huh. We don't. You do, listeners. Time yeah. is a flat circle. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't have anything else to talk about, but I do know that you guys are facing off against a dragon. So... <sighs> You want to jump into that, or you yeah, want to? Yeah, yeah. Quick like a band aid. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Tear it off uh, our heads. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else would you be referring to? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you guys traveled southwest along the librarian tram system that exists beneath the city, coming from the librarian hub to a terminal somewhere closer to where you know Kazath's group is camping in the cleft span, an area nestled within a offshoot crevice of the main canyon that this entire city is nestled in. 
When you arrive, you ascend the ladder, emerging in open air, as it appears that the building that once housed this librarian terminal that you're exiting from has long since toppled over. And as you move from this subterranean exit southwards to where you know Kazas camp is, cold air and snow is kicked up around you as an adult white dragon lands. There you are. You guys are now facing off against this massive, angry mother dragon, upset with the slaying of one of her children. It's like that iconic trailer shot from Skyrim. (laughs) (laughs) Snow's falling all around, and the area around you, the base of this tower that once stood, is like kind of circular ruins. The librarian terminal kind of came up in the middle of that, and you can actually see the tower has toppled diagonally kind of across this big open span, the mouth of this giant crevasse in the side of the canyon. And it seems as if the terrain was a thick sheet of glacial ice. And that ice has cracked and splintered from the impact of this falling tower however many years or decades ago, leaving a network of narrow tunnels that uh, spiderweb their way across the ground. Um, And the ruins of this tower in three kind of askew chunks provide big swaths of cover between the stony rubble and accumulated snow and ice. The dragon glowers down at you. You will pay for what you have done, but I will let Sleet Fang's siblings have at you first. And yet with that, you hear the cries of distant dragons and you see up along the rim of the canyon emerge four young white dragons as they kind of roar and begin to descend. Um, Besides for the cover that's out there, Nick, are there any like exits? Like <laughs> any shelters? Any underground? I mean, we just came from somewhere, right? Yeah, so you emerged and you started heading your way southward deeper into this crevice. Uh, I call it a crevice. It is like a canyon of its own. It's just a branch off of the main canyon. And you got maybe about 30, 40 feet before the dragon came down behind you, kind of blocking you from going back Mm. the way you came. You can continue heading south, but you do know just from your description of the area that that eventually comes to an end. It's kind of a dead end. And you do see above, there's the ruined remains of a bridge that's still partially there, spanning this branch in the canyon. Parts of it have fallen away, but of either end, extending out into the canyon, 30 or so feet is still standing, and there are supports that come down in the nearby area. Beyond that, it looks like the fissures and cracks in the ice are large enough that you can go in there. But you don't know if they connect to anything. It almost looks like they interconnect to each other because they're just a spider web out from where this tower fell. But you might be able to use that to, like, slip through the battlefield with a little bit of cover. Okay. Um, I look to, uh, to Ravnus. Uh, I think that she's going to turn to Luckbeak and say, just try to get everyone across as quickly as possible. 
and uh, she's going to try to distract the dragon by attacking it. All right. Well. Oh no. How? So that seems like a sort of poor plan. Is that like an unbelievably like <laughs> she would know that she would die instantly plan? No. Or like? No. Okay. You you probably won't die instantly. <laughs> yeah, like sustained, it would be like really hard, obviously. But I, but yeah. like what she's trying to do is just like sort of get no. the attention to give other people like a yeah. better way across. Yeah, this isn't yeah. like an ancient dragon. Uh, it is an adult dragon, so it is very dangerous, and you you will yeah. would not be able to one v one it. Right. But you're not gonna get instantly just swallowed whole. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. She's mostly just trying to provide a little cover. Yeah. Roll for initiative. And guys, guess what? What? I was a good DM, and I pre-rolled everyone's initiatives. So you guys just got a roll, and I just get to plug and chug you in. Oh, you knew we wouldn't come up with something clever or interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to give the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, that was nice of you. And again, Tanner isn't here. Maybe he's the problem. I don't know. (laughs) All right, I don't need to go down the list. What did you get? 13. 14. Okay. Yeah, so Ravnus, it's not a surprise round, but this dragon is cocky. So for the purposes of this, you go first, even though your initiative is actually further down. So like you get a surprise round, essentially. Okay. Not because the dragon is surprised, because the dragon is that cocky. So yeah, um, yeah you bound forward. And I swing my sword while uh, using my psionic energy to make purple flames come out of it to make it extra hurdy. Hell yeah. Extra hurdy. That's a natural one. Oh no. Jesus. I'm a great distraction. These aren't Max's dice, so I can't blame Max this time because Max's dice are still packed. But (laughs) that's what I get for trying to use different dice. So that, that was your, your first attack. Yeah. Yeah, so that misses, but you could take okay. your other attack if you like. Okay, yeah, I would like to. That is marginally better. Uh, 17. That misses. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, so you you bound forward, and the dragon, like, not surprised, and honestly, like, a little impressed, kind of lifts its head a little bit and kind of cocks its head at you. And you go and you swing and just miss wildly the first time as it just pulls its leg back out of the way. And then you swing and strike the other one and it just glances off its scales. And it looks down at you. Very well. And Ravnus, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Dex? Yep. That's probably not going to get it with a 10. No. I would like to do Indomitable, actually, to re-roll that. Yeah, go ahead. And I must take the new result, but, you know, natural one. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so you step forward, and you swipe at this dragon doing nothing, and it kind of laughs to itself. Its wings spread out wide, and it flaps its wings once. You get knocked prone, Ravnus, and take 13 points of bludgeoning damage. The dragon is going to fly straight up into the sky, 40 feet. You can take an attack of opportunity, but you're now on the ground, so it would be with disadvantage. Um, wh- sure, why not? Ah, oh, shit, I lost a natural 20, but that is uh, an unnatural 20. That actually hits it. Yay. Nice. 
Ravnus misses as she like charges forward, and then as she's like falling to the ground, gets a lucky hit in. <laughs> um, so that is eleven plus another seven is eighteen. Eighteen. That's not nothing. No. Okay, so yeah, uh, the dragon beats its wings and knocks you prone, and as it takes off, you manage to just, like, upswing with your sword as you're falling backwards, and you cut a little gash into its wing, enough that it, like, (sighs) looks down as hot blood falls and uh, melts the snow, and the steam kind of rises up. But the dragon flies 40 feet up. That's using its legendary action at the end of your turn. And now it's its turn. But it, all it's going to do is use its movement to fly about 50 feet back further towards, like, the city and land again. My children, get yourself more hunting experience. And the dragons on the rim of the canyon take flight and begin swooping down at you. Mm. It is now Roxana, Scrib, Ezerath, and Merrick. Uh, they've kind of like formed kind of like a, the default like panicked phalanx <laughs> kind of behind Ravnus, looking up eyes wide. Merrick is going to say, uh, uh, do we have a plan? Uh, just go. Uh, just just, just uh, take cover and, and keep moving. Got it. Merrick is going to run about 20 feet and get some cover kind of in like the curved wall of like the rubble of the fallen tower and Scriv is going to follow his lead. Roxana and Ezerath are going to do the same but take up position on the snowbank and bit of rubble kind of across from them about 15 feet away so they're no longer standing just in the open. And like as you guys are running across this terrain you're like kind of have to occasionally jump like little three foot gaps where there are cracks in the ice. Um, and Roxana is actually going to say when she gets to position, we may be able to use the cracks as cover if they decide to use their breath weapons, but I wouldn't recommend staying down there in case they try to aim one into the cracks. And now it is Flapwing's turn. Um, okay. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to look at Ravnus and I'm going to say, uh, Ravnus, you can't distract them anymore. There's nothing else you can do. You can't reach them. Well, then let's get moving. You get moving. I can still do something. What can you do? I can distract them. Even if they're flying, I can take their attention off of you guys. Luckbeak, now's not the time to try to be a hero. Don't call me that. Let's just keep moving. Stop. Let me try something. Okay. Uh, Just, just, just go. Uh, and how far away are the young white dragons? Any any one of them is probably like 50 feet away. Okay. And there's four of them? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I'm going to... Is there a crack near us within 25 feet? Mm-hmm. The cracks kind of crisscross their way all across the battlefield, so you could specifically position yourself next to one. Great. But there's always going to be one within your movement range away. Sure. I'll pop into one just to take partial cover. Uh, And then uh, take an attack on one of the young white dragons. All right. Uh, So I am um, using aim as a bonus action and then taking a shot. And that's going to be uh, 23. That hits. Cool. So that is um, 10, 11 damage. 11 damage. Your gunshot echoes off the canyon walls, and your bullet 
through the wing of this approaching white dragon. Blood spurts, and it lets off a <laughs> in pain. Great. I have an extra attack. I'm going to do it Go on it. his friend, whoever's next okay. to him. Sure. Uh, I assume aim does not count for this one. Mm -mm. Yep. Uh, that's going to be a 15. That misses. Okay. Cool. Uh, and then um, the crack is spreading from some fallen tower, right? Yes. Well, the tower, which was tall, fell and kind of crossed this entire open span of the canyon. So it is in chunks and rubble, kind of creating like a zigzagged wall, basically. Right. Um, and emanating off of where it landed are these crisscrossing cracks that could pretty much cover the entire battlefield here. Now, your your companions, uh, Roxana Scriv, Ezerath, and Merrick, both took cover against like tower rubble, but on top of the ice, not down into the crevices. Okay. Uh, well, then I, I'm just going to stay where I am in motion for them to go past me. Got it. Now, you're going to stay down in the ice? Yeah, to get co okay. hopeful, hopefully cover from their breath weapons. Yeah. Now, that, that would work so long as they're not specifically aiming down in the ice. Like, as Roxana said, like you could dive into that to avoid the breath weapons, but if they decide to shoot it directly in, mm -hmm. you're actually going to have a harder time avoiding it. Uh, so okay. that's that's the risk reward of being down there. Okay. Um, so and mechanically, the way the way this will work, um, so you guys know what you're working with is if you're adjacent to a crack, when you're targeted by a breath weapon, you'll have advantage on your dexterity saving rule, being that you've dove into oh, the see. crack. Okay. Well, then that's what I'm gonna but do. But then you you end up being down there in the crack. Yeah. Okay. If you're down there already and a dragon aims the breath weapon down there, you actually have disadvantage on the roll because okay. you have nowhere to go. Got you. Okay. Then I will I will stay adjacent to a crack. Okay. Yeah, so you kind of pop back out at a cover but don't stray too far away. Sure. Got it. Okay, Ravness. Um she is going to listen to Luckbeak and uh, hesitate for a moment but then go on with the rest of the group running and trying to take some cover sort of like the others are. Okay. Are you do you try to position yourself near a crack? Um, yeah, so you said that the others were sort of using, so the cracks were, like, into the ice, but the others were using the stuff kind yeah. of around them. They yeah. are they are also near cracks, but they're, they're specifically ducked into the raised cover of the rubble of the fallen tower. Right, that's what she's trying to do as well. Got it. So, yeah, you go, you go in their direction as well. Do you use your full movement, or are you, like, readying an action if anything comes within range? Um, yeah, she's going to ready an action to attack any bad dragons that come within range of her. But not good dragons, good to know. <laughs> yeah, the good dragons are fine. She doesn't want to mess with those, the bad dragons, so. I know that our listeners are dying to know the difference, but I implore them to not Google bad dragons just to see what they're up for. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Nick didn't get that, and I actually think more of him for that. Thank you, Nick. Yeah, I did not get it. Okay, never mind. I don't get it either, but oh. I'm just going to trust you. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> listeners, at your own risk. <laughs> I'm going to have right. a fun night after this recording <laughs> looking that up. <laughs> All right. The dragon's turn. All right. Um, the dragon that you shot is going to swoop down on Flapwing, and it's going to attack you. And as it does, it goes, you smell like the weapon that slain my brother. And I'll do it again. All right. 
<laughs> natural one. <laughs> <He> goes, what? <laughs> That's okay. It has two more attacks. No, no, it rolled a two. Uh, all right, well, it's bite then. Okay, uh, that <laughs> that's a 23. Mm, yeah, okay. Uh, you take 15 piercing and four cold, oh, but no. uh, the, the cold is reduced to two. Uh, okay. Um, so, Nick, I've never really looked at it carefully before, but my uncanny dodge, can I use that every single time someone attacks me? Uh, I think. Uh, when an attacker you can see hits you, you can use... Oh, it's reaction. So I can it's use a reaction. It yeah. yeah. Uh, I will not use it now. You said that's 19 damage? Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. No, I have resist cold, so it's 17. Yes. All right. And then the other one is going to fly down and kind of like following Ravnus, come up behind Ravnus and attack. First attack is a 15. Nope. Oh, another natural one? What the hell? Weird session. Get fucked. I'm switching die. Although I'm switching to the... No, that's not fair. (laughs) (laughs) I'm switching to the stone die that that is the anti-sacred die. Oh, no. So we'll see. For better or for worse. The dark die. Natural 20, I shit you not. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait, that's not even against sacred. Those are weighted. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going over Nick's house and like taking those dice, <laughs> locking them in a cage. Uh, no, well, that die has never done that for me. Saker's always the one that has had luck with those that, <laughs> those d20s. All right, well, that uh, that was another claw attack, so that's going to be four d10. Oh shit! <laughs> this is on you, right, Ravnus? Yeah. yeah okay, thank Ravnus. God. That would <laughs> fucking destroy my ass. 21 points of slashing damage. Could have been way worse. Yeah. And now it's going to try and bite you. Uh, But that's only going to be a 13. Nope. All right. The third dragon is going to swoop down and attack Roxana. First attack is going to hit for 11. Second attack misses. And third attack also misses. And then the last one is going to position itself kind of diagonally and breathe its breath weapon. This is going to hit everybody except for Flapwing. (laughs) This is the opposite (laughs) of what I wanted. (laughs) So the dragons have come down basically at you from all directions. Yeah. So Ravnus, you can make your dexterity saving throw with advantage if you'd like to dive into the crevice. Yes, please. Um, So that was 22. That succeeds. So you are taking 22 cold damage. <laughs> Damn. Merrick dives into a crevice and succeeds. Scriv is also going to succeed. Ravnus is at like a third of her HP, and we're God. not even to the place we were trying to go. Uh-huh. Um, Ezerath succeeds and takes nothing because she's a monk. And Roxana isn't going to dive into a crevice and succeeds and only takes half damage anyway because she is resistant to cold. Um, all right. That was fun. (laughs) Yeah, Nick, so much fun. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So you see the mother dragon, the adult white dragon, kind of up on like the raised crest overlooking the battlefield, kind of blocking the path like deeper into the city. Let's see, what's passive 
perceptions. Okay, so Flapwing and Ravnus, you both notice a figure coming up over the hill from behind where the dragon is. It's broad-shouldered, and it seems to be limping and breathing heavy. You see, like, a trail of its breath. And as it approaches the dragon, you realize how large it is. A frost giant. But through the haze of the snow, which the snowstorm above is still raging above the lip of the cliff a couple hundred feet above your head, you can see that this frost giant is bloodied and hurt. And you can see that it begins shouting at the dragon. <laughs> um, can, can I just do like a real far investigation to see if it looks like dragon wounds or it looks like, you know, something else hit him? Make a perception check. I can do that. Um, that would be a 13. Yeah, um, it doesn't look like dragon wounds. Aha, uh-huh. okay. No, it doesn't look like dragon wounds. In fact, you see that it has, like, a hand axe still, like, lodged into its shin. Oh, okay. A human-sized hand axe. (laughs) Oh, uh, okay. I look at Merrick. Did you do that? I I don't think so. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You can hear this giant's booming voice. You can't make out its words. You don't even think it's speaking common. And you see the dragon just take one of its wings and just basically backhand this giant, which flies 30 feet into the canyon wall and slumps over. You see breath still coming out as it's breathing heavy, but bits of snow and ice kind of fall on him. Um, and he seems to be knocked out. Okay. It seems like the dragon and this giant had an argument and the dragon finished the argument rather quickly. Interesting. But it seems like this giant came from a battle in which it was losing. I don't... Okay, all right. Trying to figure out how to parse this. Kazaa. Oh, shit, that's right. Okay. Which means, and in, in, uh, Flapwing and Ravnus, you can come to this conclusion. The attack is underway. Um, nobody's going to be at the camp that you're heading to. They're all going to be at the giant's camp. Okay. The other way. Okay. Fudge. So we're going the wrong way? Yeah, if your goal is to confront Kazath, you're willing to bet he's probably not at his base. Okay. Now, it's, it's probably the same distance. It's just the other way. Well, you can follow a trail of frost giant blood right to him, I'm sure, <laughs> if you just yes. run that way. Yeah. Uh, Ravnus is going to call out to the others. Um, he's already executed his plan. He's not going to be in his base. We need to go the other way. Roxana is going to say, the giant said something about the helm. I could just make it out over the wind. A helm? Well, I, a ship, maybe, or what do you think, Ravnus? Yeah, that was their plan to steal the ships and get off planet. It might be working. M- maybe, mother bitch. Maybe we should just. <laughs> I mean, I hate to do this, but if we run that way, maybe we can pit the dragons against the ref- whoever's left of Kazath's crew, and and then just run with the ships. Yeah, if our goal was to get survivors uh, going that way would be good anyway. Okay. So let's just... So follow the frost giant blood. You yeah. guys are having this conversation as Rixana, Scriv, Ezerath, and Merrick are continuing to attack the dragons. Okay. Because the, 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 the small dragons have not stopped attacking. Right. So uh, Roxana is going to attack the dragon that was attacking her. Oh, she makes three attacks. 
She hits the first attack uh, for 13 piercing damage. She misses the second attack and hits the third attack for 13 more piercing damage. Then it is going to be Merrick. Merrick's going to hop back up out of the crevice and attack the same one that Roxana is attacking with his club. That's going to hit for 14 bludgeoning damage. And his second attack also going to hit for 14 bludgeoning damage. Wow. These things aren't so bad. The dragon (laughs) then like roars down at him. He goes, ah. (laughs) You're doing great, buddy. Thanks. How are you guys doing health-wise? Bad. (laughs) I'm okay. I'm at 53 out of 70. Okay. I'm at 32 out of 88. Okay. Uh, Scriv will healing ward Ravness. A spelljammer drifts in entranced delight. Shall not the suns illuminate barren worlds? And you are going to heal eight. He rolled max damage. Damage? Uh, Max max healing, yeah. He said that and then like conked me on the head. (laughs) (laughs) Gonk. All right, then it is Ezerath's turn. She is going to uh, run up and attack the one that Luckbeak is fighting. Uh, That one is going to hit. Um, and she's going to deal 11 bludgeoning plus 13 psychic and then attack again. Also hit for the same. You're not listening to me. She doesn't say anything to you. Of course not. <laughs> she just kind of smirks. <laughs> now it is Flatwing's turn. Um, the one in front of you seems to be the most hurt, but the one that the others are fighting is not far behind, but two the two others haven't been hit at all. So I look to Ravnus and I say, like, are, are, are we just, are we going? I think that, that it might be for the best if we wanted to try to take out the dragons, we could, but I think that trying to stay low might be the safer option as we make our way over there. Okay. Um, the way the giant came from, Nick, are there, there are also cracks and debris up that way, too? That we could still... Not as many. As you get further away from the fallen tower, um, they're less frequent. Oh. Um, well, maybe she doesn't say that. <laughs> um, you could presumably get to back where like, you came out of the tunnel. The buildings over there would start interconnecting with the rest of the city again. But you don't know exactly how or why or what the state of those buildings are. You would have to go in and kind yeah. of investigate your way through. and which doesn't really lend itself to fleeing dragons. We, we would have mm-hmm. to pass through the adult white dragon to get there, right? Yes. Okay. It kind of posted itself up over that way. Um, okay, so then she is going to say, um, we'll try to take them out as best we can, but after a certain point, we need to start to try to make our way over there. Okay. Um, so I'm going to... Um, I guess I'm just going to move towards the adult white dragon because that's where we're going eventually. You are adjacent to a dragon, to a dragon. though, so you would uh, be taking attacks of opportunity. I'll disengage, yeah. Disengage, Wait, are we yes. going through the buildings or are we going in a straight line? To get, we to get back to the buildings, we have to go through all this stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. But if we, But there is a way to go just the way the giant came, right? Yeah, but that's the giant came up from behind the dragon. You still have to get past the adult white dragon to go that way. Oh, I see, I see, I see. Okay, so I'm disengaging as a bonus action uh, from cutting action. 
Um, and then as I'm... <laughs> uh, can I take cover behind the giant? Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'm going to run over to the giant, uh, take cover behind him, and uh, while I'm doing that, uh, I'm looting his uh, his unconscious body. <laughs> yeah, you get over there. He is breathing. Yep. Um, and it actually doesn't look like he's unconscious oh, so much as he is just... And he's trapped under ice. Oh, okay. Uh, under under some like fallen rubble. Okay. So as you like run up, he like you, he looks unconscious, and you run over and you look up at him, and he's like staring at you, breathing heavy. <sighs> uh, I'm gonna say, uh, hey bud, do you speak common? Some. <sighs> okay. Uh, well. These these dragons have betrayed our. Alliance, if you help me punish them, you will be rewarded. Good. Okay, good. <laughs> um, all right. Then uh, I guess knowing that, um, I'm going to peek out from behind <laughs> my cover, a.k.a. him, and uh, take a couple of pot shots at some uh, some young dragons. Sure. I'll shoot the one I was shooting before. Uh, yep. First shot is a 10. Misses. Second shot is a 10. Also misses. Yeah. Pew, pew. Okay. Under a lot of pressure here. He's going to say, the, the Gith warrior installing a helm can't be allowed to leave the planet. Uh, but now he seems to be a little bit rambling. Oh, okay. <laughs> I really want to know why, but all right. <laughs> Ravness. Uh, she's going to try to attack the closest dragon. Go for it. That is not so good. Uh, 14? Uh, that misses. What about 17 plus 7 is 24? <laughs> that that one will hit. Awesome. So you can attack the one that uh, Luckbeacon and Ezereth were fighting. You can attack the one that Roxana and others were fighting. But there are also the other two that have not been hit yet. I'll do the one that um, Luckbeak was fighting. Okay. Um, seven plus five plus stuff. Um, fourteen, five, nineteen. Nineteen total. Okay. Mm -hmm. It took me a second to realize that you were doing the math for the total of nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just saying numbers until one sounds good. <laughs> this one is looking rough. Um, it is now hit the the bloodied threshold. Ooh. And uh, yeah, it's it's. Uh, wounds are oozing blood, dripping into the snow, melting with little trails of steam coming off of the ice and snow. All right, it is now their turn. That dragon is frustrated, going to bat its wings and back up away, so both you and Ezerath can take attacks of opportunity. Yes, I will. Um, that is going to be a 23. That does hit. Ooh. 17 and 6 is um, 23. Damn. Ezerath also did 20 damage with her hit. As it's pulling away, you get two more licks in, and it, it begins uh, breathing really heavy. And frustrated, uh, as it's batting its wings, kind of pulling away, um, it unleashes its breath weapon. So both you and Ezerath need to make dexterity saving throws. Ezerath is going to fail. 13. 13? Mm-hmm. That fails. Oh. Uh, so you take 
45 cold damage. 45? Yes. Oh, Jesus. I am down. Oh, oh no. fuck. Nick, this encounter was too hard. <laughs> Can we just rewind Sorry. it to the beginning? <laughs> Wait, I want to do it over. <laughs> Don't go that way. <laughs> okay, Ravnus is down. Uh, the other dragons are going to fight the others. Roxana takes some more damage. Uh, Merrick is going to take a swipe. Scriv is going to get hit. Uh, Roxana gets another hit. Okay. As the, the the dragon that breathed the breath weapon the last time has come down and is attacking the other group from the other side. All right. Um, Roxana, Scriv, Ezerath, and Merrick. Scriv is going to healing word Ravnus again. Uh, this time saying a people dwell in the isolation of entranced scrolls Sybaris is delight and you gain six hit points Ravnus the fuck that's they are computer generated got it <laughs> they come from Scribs's heart mm-hmm. <laughs> computer generated poems with spelljammer it's spelljammer mad libs but with computer got generated it. okay yeah <laughs> okay Roxana's going to continue to attack the one she's been attacking. Miss. That hits. That hits. Uh, Merrick is going to start attacking one of the other ones. That hits. That one misses. All right. Ezerath is going to attack the one. Oh, the one that attacked you guys has flown out of the range. So she looks down to make sure you're okay, Ravness, and kind of sees you kind of flutter awake. And gives you a nod and turns and attacks uh, the one that Roxana is attacking. That hits for 23 damage. And that one misses. Flapwing. You see this young white dragon back up away from Ravnus and Ezerath. Mm-hmm. It looks very hurt and almost in an act of desperation unleashes its breath weapon and you see Ravnus go down. But you very quickly after see Scriv heal her. She doesn't have a lot of hit points, but she is not dying. Okay. I'm going to pump 23 into her. What? Is that an action or is that a, a bonus? That is an action. Uh, um, yeah, you. I'm, I'm fully in cover. You are out there doing your thing. Take 23 hit points. Okay. Aww. And okay. Yeah, I will action surge. Yeah, I'll action surge. I'll take that hit. Um, and let's shoot. Pew. That's a natural one. Hold oh, on. No. no, no, no. Before finding out the result, don't say, oh, no. I'm going to use one of my points of lucky to reroll the, uh, <laughs> yeah. the thing. That, uh, that would actually mean your gun misfires. Yeah. But if, if yeah, if it, wa- if it weren't for the lucky. Whew. Okay. Got it. Watch me get mm-hmm. another one. Oh, that's a 21. Okay. That hits. Oh, thank so, God. yeah, you, you, you aiming and you fire and there's a split second where you see that the chamber did not fully align. <laughs> and as like as you're halfway through pulling the trigger, you reach the other hand up to like manually pull the chamber into alignment and fire. And you kind of singe your flipper a little bit, but the shot goes off as intended. Mm-hmm. I'm the world's best gunman. Everyone knows this. <laughs> uh, okay, and I shoot this Dargan for eight damage. Eight damage. Did I do it? Did I do it? Did I do it? How do you want to do yeah. this? Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm a dragon-killing machine. <laughs> um, Everyone else just has to loosen the jar a little bit. That's 100% true. 
Um, who is it uh, currently in combat with? It is in combat with Ravnus, who is on the ground. Um, and Ezerath has like backed off to like since it flew out of uh, combat range. Yeah. Of those two, um, Ezerath like pivoted to attack another one. Um, Ravnus is like on the ground, like. But not directly beneath sure. it, but like in front so, of it. Um, so I pump my 23 hit points into Ravnus. I pump vitality into Ravnus. And then I see this dragon opening its jaw uh, about to close it down on her. Uh, and I realize that all of my hard work will have gone to naught. So, you know, <laughs> Ravnus like, you know, winces and throws an arm up. I'm dictating what your character does uh, to sort of uh, <laughs> to block this uh, and uh, feels the dragon's teeth on her upper arm. Um, but when she opens her eyes to see the damage, there's just no lower jaw uh, left on the dragon, and it falls over. Strategically to the side of her, not directly. Yeah. No, no, I, I shot. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I did shoot through you to get it. Also, I didn't say that, but you have a huge oh, yeah. hole in your chest. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> Well, I mean, it is an, it, it was a, you know, it was a dragon kill, so I'll give you All that. All right, thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay. And then I run some more. You run some more or you stay by the track? I run some more. I mean, that's okay. our plan. I mean, as far as I understood what Ravnus was saying was just go that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, when this happens, the mother dragon lets out an anguish roar. Enough of this. I will no longer allow you to pick off my children. With that... The young dragons stop and look up, surprised, see their fallen companion since they were so focused in the battle and growl. Uh, but then in reaction to their mother, they withdraw. Shit. I will punish you myself. And the mother dragon enters the fray. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Remember when I started this game as a, uh, as a pacifist? <laughs> because I knew this shit would happen to me. <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't kill so many baby dragons. Yeah. I don't know. Oh, Hey everyone, Nick Yurisiva here, your dungeon master and plasmoid holding the approximate shape of a 33-year-old human male podcaster. Thank you for listening to this 14th episode of Chapter 6 of Tales of the Voidfarer. This chapter is shaping up to be the longest yet, and we still have a couple of episodes left in the tank. We are super excited to announce JammerCon, a little something we've been involved with planning. JammerCon is a community-run online con being held on Saturday, August 20th. It is celebrating the Spelljammer D&D setting across editions. Sign up to run or play games and enjoy a full day of streaming programming, including panels, Q&As, and live episodes from a bunch of awesome Spelljammer actual plays like Better Than Heroes, God Mode, Spelljammer Tears of the Moon, and us. It's going to be a great time. Check out the link in the show notes for more info. If you are enjoying Tales of the Voidfarer and all the other content we create here at Project Derailed, we'd be incredibly appreciative if you considered supporting us over on Patreon. Now with a new single $5 subscription tier, get access to patron-exclusive Discord channels, extended Q&A episodes, and a whole extra podcast where the Derailed team just sits around and chats about whatever. 
And we know not everyone is able to pitch in, but you can always support the show at no cost to you by leaving a review on iTunes or simply by spreading the word on social media. And as always, just thank you for listening. Visit patreon.com slash project derailed if you'd like to subscribe. You should give us a follow on our social media if you haven't already at Voidfarer Podcast on Facebook and at Voidfarer Pod on Twitter. You should totally check out Cape Chronicles, our new Masks A New Generations podcast. Fiona and myself, along with our friends Roger, Chelsea, and GM Cliff, get into teenage superhero hijinks one issue at a time. You can always catch new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month. The episode that comes out tomorrow at the time of this release is actually a special solo issue featuring my mutant dinosaur boy, Quasi-Raptor. It was a fantastic session, and I can't wait for you all to hear it. Fables Around the Table She, playing the death metal-inspired RPG Morkbork, is fast approaching its conclusion. GM Chelsea Rexinger leads Garrett, Annalise, and Josh on a gnarly tale of blood, flesh, and bone in this chapter of Fables Around the Table. Check out new episodes of Fables every second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Come hang out with us over at the Project Derailed Community Discord, where we are always hanging out, sharing memes, competing in Music League, and playing games. Head to projectderailed.com discord to join in on the fun. Theme song and other original music by Tom Goldthwaite with additional music by purple-planet.com. The next episode of Tales of the Voidfarer lands on Tuesday, August 2nd, 2022. See you then. Yeah, so that was Flapwing's turn. Ravnus, you're on the ground. You received some healing from Scriv and a bunch of hit points from Flapwing. You're covered in ice and dragon blood, and you see these young dragons withdrawing. And kind of like looking on the ground, like looking up above you, you see upside down up on the hill. From your perspective, the mother dragon flap its wings and take off and begin approaching. Mm, uh, she's going to give up and um, try to ready an attack for when she gets within range because she's still too far away, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the the dragon actually has not moved yet, but everything's happening loosey-goosey. It will be approaching on its turn. But, and I used half my movement to get up, so can Stand, I also yeah. move kind of behind a, a thingy? Yes. Okay. And then she will ready an attack if it gets in range. But she's trying to be like sort of near Luckbeak, because um, I'm sure that she gets the sense that Luckbeak is... Luckbeak is, is now like a little bit further away. Okay. He was like kind of starting to move in the direction of the dragon. Yeah, she's going to try to get as close to Luckbeak as she can. Yeah, so you, you start moving in that direction, but you can find mm-hmm. yourself like a piece of rubble kind of in that direction that you can kind of get some cover next to. Yeah. All righty then. The young dragons withdraw. Roxana and Ezerath and Merrick all get attacks of opportunity. Roxana misses. Merrick hits. Merrick's doing some work. That's my boy. And Ezerath also hits. And then Blekiskal, Pallet of Scale, enters the fray. An Elden Ring boss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to pull out the big stat block card. <laughs> oh boy. Everybody needs to make a wisdom saving throw. 14. 16. Okay, you both succeed. 
some fear shit. Yep, yep. It used its frightful presence, yep. um, but you both succeed, so you are not frightened of it. Or at least not frightened mechanically <laughs> of it. You may be frightened <laughs> flavor-wise. <laughs> uh, Merrick is definitely frightened. Uh, Scriv is frightened. Roxana and Azerath are fine. Did you say Merrick was frightened? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I think it kind of crashes into the battlefield, kind of colliding with one of the large pieces of rubble of this tower um, that Roxana, Merrick, and Scriv were kind of partially keeping themselves cover under, causing it to kind of collapse and fall kind of across the battlefield. So now there are icy crevices throughout the battle, but now like a big stone slab has now fallen across it, almost serving as like a lid. But you imagine this means that if you're standing near the edge of that and you dive into a crevice to avoid a breath weapon, you would take no damage on a success instead of half damage. Wow. So it attacked the main mass of the group, but it's large enough that it's going to uh, swipe its tail at Luckbeak, who is still standing a little bit further away. That is going to be a 24 to hit. Yeah. You take 15 bludgeoning damage. Okay, I might need those hit points back soon, Ravnus. <laughs> uh, oh, well, shit, that's all I can do. Um, oh. it, it could use its tail attack or bite and claws, but not both. Okay. Yeah, its multi-attack is only its bite and its claws. So since it attacked with the tail, it doesn't get to do anything else this turn. But it has transformed the battlefield a little bit. Uh, I will say that Merrick, Scriv, and Ezerath do need to make dexterity saving throws to avoid some rubble. Um, Ezerath succeeds easily. Uh, Scriv takes four points of bludgeoning damage. And Merrick succeeds. And Roxana is there as well. Roxana takes four points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. It's now their turn. Roxana is going to attack the dragon. She'll hit it with her first attack and hit it with her second attack. Uh, Merrick's turn. Merrick's going to do the same. Oh, uh, well, he didn't have to move any closer to the dragon because uh, it came to him. <laughs> So he's not affected by his frightened, uh, except for the fact that he has disadvantage on his attacks. So he misses the first attack anyway. Oh, pff, that would have crit. The, on the disadvantage, though, he does miss. Uh, Ezerath, first attack misses. Second attack misses. Scriv. Scriv is going to cast Thunder Wave. Constitution saving throw. It fails, but uses its legendary resistance, one of its legendary resistance, uh, to succeed instead. Um, so it takes half damage from that. Okay. So still does seven, seven points of thunder damage to it. So yeah, you've never seen this happen before. Uh, the metal plates on Scriv's arms kind of separate, feeling like the wooden fibers beneath, and they crackle with electricity, and he just slaps his hands together, and the metal plates on his arms reverberate, sending these shockwaves out in front of him. The dragon seems to resist pretty easily, but it does seem to do some damage. Flapwing. Um, I mean, I, I just got hit with this tail, so like I am like... Yeah falling over and tumbling through snow and I land awkwardly on part of my body and pull out something that I forgot I had um, which is a potion of speed I down it and then just dash uh, yeah. out of battle uh, as as hard as I can basically. Well you do know that given the way the dragon has entered the fray it's going to be hard 
for your companions to flee. God. Oh, boy. Okay, so so it's between them and me. Yeah. Man, this is really where I have to figure out how cowardly he is. Uh, Merrick's in there, too, though. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, now, that potion of speed is effectively the haste spell, so it is actually very useful in combat as well. Yeah, but that's never how I would use it. Uh, <laughs> I would just use it to run away as fast as possible. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, I'm going to use my second wind as my bonus action then instead. Okay. Uh, looking back and feeling just this adrenaline flow through me, uh, and that heals me. Wow, max, so 15. And then I'm going to um, just take like a few like calming breaths and um, steady myself, and then I'm going to take my gun, and I am going to shoot into the air. Uh, and attempt to intimidate the great white dragon. Uh, and I'm going to say, hey, eyes on me. Uh, and I'm gaining advantage to intimidate by using my grit to do bullying shot. I'm going to say, I'm the one who killed both of them. It's me you want. And that's a 16 plus four is 20. 20. You see the dragon's head turn. It's piercing blue eyes staring you down. It's head that is, you could fit laying down inside of its mouth. And it sneers at you. Very well. You have its attention. <sighs> okay. Ravnus, you hear Luckbeak do that and mm-hmm. the dragon has turned its attention to him. Um... She wants to run up and uh, not let Luckbeak sacrifice himself. (laughs) So she's going to uh, try to attack the dragon if she can reach it now. Yeah, yeah, you can get to it. That's not very good. That's an 11. That misses. That is better with a 22. That hits. All right. 12 plus 8 is 20 damage, and my die goes down to a d6. And I would like my bonus action to be uh, using second wind to regain some hit points. Yeah. So that is another 17 hit points for me. Okay. The dragon opens its mouth and unleashes a blizzard into your face. Flapwing, and I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, as a... Wait, hold up. Yeah, okay. I'm hopefully going to... Well, we'll see if he hits me. I'm sure he will. Dexterity saving throw, seven. Seven. So I'm using my reaction to have the damage. Okay. And then it's extra halved from resist cold. Correct. It's an uncanny dodge, right? Yes. So you you kind of brace yourself, pivoting to the side to kind of brace yourself against the snowbank slightly, but it's still not great cover. Um, and you feel the ice and snow begin to pelt you and bits of ice crystals begin to form in your plumage, your yellow plumed eyebrows, and in the dow of your feathers. And luckily your Doar heritage allows you to weather a lot of that. 
but after a second or two of it, you see a shadow move in front of you and blocks even more. And you look up, the frost giant has positioned itself partially in front of you holding a shield. Yeah, I've proven my loyalty. (laughs) So it's halved from your uncanny dodge, halved again from your resistance to cold, and halved a third time from the, the assistance of the giant. So math time... It would have been 54 damage, so that'd be halved to... 27. Yep. Then halved again. And then so 13, and then 6. Woohoo! Yep. Exciting. Um, the dragon looks at this giant and scowls. Roxana is going to attack the giant. Or not the giant. <laughs> How dare you save him? <laughs> or she's going to attack the dragon. And that one will hit. And second attack. That one hits again. And third attack. Natural 20. Yeah, Roxana just screaming in a rage. Just she leaps up, kind of like stepping onto the wing and just like unleashes three just big axe hits down on this thing. Merrick is kind of like bracing himself against cover, uh, going like partially, like kind of not even looking, making attacks with disadvantage. Miss. Ah, oh, he hit it. Second attack. Second attack managed to nice. hit. I rolled. I rolled a 19 and an 18. My boy. Uh, so he still manages to get a lucky blow, uh, dealing 14 points of bludgeoning. So he hits it with his club. You guys, the, the dragon is. Uh, Looking a little rough, actually. There's no way. Don't they have, like, 400 <laughs> HP? It is bloodied. Hot damn. You collectively done over 100 points of damage. Somebody get it. it down to four and then let me know. <laughs> <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> All right. Ezerath is going to attack. That's going to miss. That second attack is also going to miss. Not Ezerath's round. Scriv. Uh, Scriv. Let's see. How's everybody doing on health? Ravnus. 46. 24 out of 70. Yeah. Um, Scriv is going to healing word flapping. He is going to say... Error. 404. Alas, the void teems with adventure. Eternity sails a prosperous people. <laughs> and you get seven hit points. Wow. Thank you. Flapwing, it's your turn. Already. Um... Okay. Well, I feel emboldened by all this. Um, so, God, man, there's there's no there's no reasoning with her though. I want to say I'm sorry for killing your children, but don't think you can do that. <laughs> um, you could certainly try. Yeah, maybe I will. Uh, so I'm going to say. Um, this is so stupid. Um, no, I I truly can't. Uh, I'm just going to continue to take shots at it. God, maybe this is my villain turn. Uh, okay, so I'm going... How dare I try to kill this evil dragon that's trying to kill me and my friends. But it has babies. I'm such a villain. And it can speak. All right, I'm taking aim and then taking shots at it from behind the giant. First shot. It's a 15. It's a miss. Misses. And second shot. 
That's an 18. Hits. All right. Um, let's go ahead and roll 11 damage. It's not All bad. Right. Oh, shit. Uh, I should have probably reloaded at some point. <laughs> it would have been one of your... Uh, I'll be nice. <laughs> your first attack that okay. missed anyway. Reload. Could have been sure, your reload. Sure, thank you. You're a good DM. Because I, I am nice. You're the best. <laughs> uh, Ravnus. Um, try to attack the dragon. Um, 21. That hits. Two and seven is nine, and five is 14. 14. Natural one. Man, dude. This episode sucks. <laughs> All right. The dragon looks rough. The dragon is going to flap its wings at the end of your turn, Ravnus, using its legendary actions. That means Ravnus, basically everybody that's not Luckbeak uh, needs to make a dexterity saving throw. 15. You succeed. Oh, no, you don't. Sorry. Nicholas, no, you already said it. Yeah, I already said it. Nope. Can't take nope, it back you don't. now. I was looking at the wrong number. No, so everybody fails. Everybody takes 13 points of bludgeoning damage and is knocked prone. How many? 13. Uh, and the dragon takes off 40 feet straight up in the air. Let's see. Roxana will attempt to make attack opportunity with disadvantage and miss. Uh, Merrick will do the same. Miss. And Ezerath will do the same and miss. Uh... Ravnus, you're more than welcome to make an attack of opportunity with disadvantage as the dragon takes off. Um, that is going to be a 24. With disadvantage? Yes. I got a 15 and a 17. Wow. That hits. Go ahead and roll your damage. I have to go down another die, but I rolled really good. <laughs> I rolled max damage. Oh, my God. Um, so 12 and, and uh, 6 is 18. All right. Dragon is going to swoop down onto Flapwing's location uh, next to you and the giant. And let's see. Uh, claw at Flapwing. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. Of course. 13 slashing damage. Okay and is going to claw at the giant in miss and then going to bite the giant because the giant continues to just be a pain in the ass and be in the way. Uh, so the bite attack would have been 17 plus 4 cold damage, 21. Oh yeah, the giant looks pretty rough. The giant is going to take a swing. Uh, in deal, just a big... 25 points of slashing damage to the giant. But that's all it can do, because it is damaged. It is hurting. You see it wince in pain. But the dragon is now away from everyone else, about 30 feet away. So uh, Roxana, uh, Scriv, Ezareth, and Merrick uh, are going to move. Um, Merrick, uh, no, he's still he's still afraid. Uh, Merrick uh, stays where he's at, because he cannot get closer to the dragon, because he is frightened. Um, oh, Scriv can't either. Uh, oh no, Scriv shook it. Okay, Scriv is okay. So, how's everybody doing on uh, health? 18. 33 out of 88. Uh, okay. 
I think Scriv has one more healing word left in him. Oh no, he used a thunder wave. Well, he can, yeah, he can upcast it. All right. Yep, you're getting a second level healing word at you, Flatwing. Oh wow. Uh, I'm out of poems. I don't. <laughs> he, it just happens. <laughs> ah, that's a DMing I like so well. <laughs> uh, over the roar of the dragon, you can't hear the there words. There you go. Uh, exactly what they Perfect. are, but uh, but they heal you nonetheless. So it's gonna be two d four plus four. You take thirteen healing. <laughs> no, I did math wrong. Sorry. Ten. Oh. But, Sorry. But you, <laughs> Go fuck but you, yourself. You get you ten. Said, <laughs> like you can't actually. Two D four plus four cannot give you thirteen, no matter what. <laughs> I'm like, wait, how does math work? Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Roxana is gonna run up and attack. First attack misses. Second attack also misses. Third attack misses. I rolled a one, a four, and a three. Uh, Ezerath, first attack hits, and second attack misses. Uh, Flatbike. Dragon is in your face mm-hmm. now. Uh, is his mouth open? Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going to um, take my chunk of phlogistrite out of my pocket, throw it into his mouth, and shoot it. Oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh all right. Yeah. Cool. Uh I I uh, hmm. You know what? This is just a normal shot. Okay. I was going to say do I does this disadvantage but no, this is fucking cool. <laughs> so just go ahead. Go ahead and make your attack roll. That'll be a 24. That will hit. You underhand the piece of cinder shard up and then you take aim and fire. The crystal shatters. And then a fireball goes up <laughs> in this dragon's mouth. Whatever residual latent energy is being was being stored inside the crystal suddenly released, and the elemental properties of the crystal amplify it exponentially. So you have this cascading effect of magic being released and then amplified and then amplified and amplified to effectively be a fireball. Love it. So I would like you to roll 66. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can I add my sneak attack damage? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Yeah, yeah. There's another enemy within five feet of it. Yeah. Great. Uh, okay, roll. That's 29 plus uh, five is 34. 34. Yeah, the dragon recoils backwards away from you. You actually, like, shield your eyes from the blast. The dragon's head jerks back. You see smoke trailing from its mouth between its teeth. Its eyes are rolling back in its skull, and it, like, backs up suddenly. It's going to use its legendary actions to fucking bail. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I need you and the giant both need to make uh, dexterity saving throws. Uh, 22. You're okay. You're good. You manage to leap out of the way as the dragon beats its wings, uh, suddenly backpedaling away from you. The giant is not so lucky and actually gets knocked upside the head and kind of just falls like a tree backwards onto his back. But the dragon just... You feel 
its shrieks reverberate in your chest as it's beating its wings. It flies 40 feet up into the air and turns tail and flies the fuck away. Um, you see blood pouring off of it in places. Its face is singed. Um, you're pretty sure you knocked it within barely an inch of its life and it is not fucking around anymore. It is leaving. And you see the children, the young dragons that were sitting up on the lip of the canyon far above watching. They look at each other and they look at their mother flying away and they take off after her. Uh, I look at Ezerath who's next to me and I just say, uh, I'm, I'm going to count that as three. That was my third. I, I mean, it's pretty much, I mean, it's dead, right? I mean, it's... I... You, what? <laughs> you realize now that you're now standing in almost a perfectly bull-shaped crater in the ice with a pool of water in the bottom of it that just instantly melted from the force of oh and heat of the explosion. <laughs> okay. We're out of rounds. <laughs> uh, I turn to the giant and uh, I say, um, hey. The giant oh, is not moving in the snow. Oh, no. Oh, Nicholas. Now I loot his body. No. Um, <laughs> I. All right. You see that he's breathing heavily, but it doesn't look like he's going to make it. I mean, Ravnus, if you want to talk to him, I'm going to go over and try to roll a medicine check to stabilize him. Or is this like a cutscene death, Nick? Sort of a yep, cutscene gotcha. death. Uh, <laughs> as you approach, you see that there's a shard of ice. Perfect. Just there it chest. is. Got it. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs> he fell on a stalactite. Sure. <laughs> yeah, you know the questions to ask. I'm not going to interfere here. Uh, she's going to go over to the giant who is dying. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's going to kneel next to the giant and uh, say, so you were attacked by another gith, right? Uh, yes. We were weakened. The dragons betrayed our demons chasing their vendetta the f attacking forces had powerful magical artifacts we underestimated them so when he said the vendetta would, would that mean anything to Ravnus? You presume it's that the dragons were so busy looking for the you guys, the people who killed one of their own, that they did not heed the giant's call to aid when they were being attacked. Okay. Um, all right. A helm. They have a helm. If they put a helm on our longship, they can take it from us. Do you know where they would have gotten that or the magical artifacts? I do not, but this city houses many secrets. They were here longer than us. They easily could have scoured and found a cache. They were here longer than you? My people came here recently looking for answers to what happened to our ancestors so many generations ago. Okay. 
Um, we know where the Giants camp is, correct? Yes. Yeah, you, okay. you've seen it. It's it's basically in the center of the Grand Quadrivium of the city. Um, okay. So it's probably like, it's not immediate right next to here. You're going to have to like kind of trek through the city for at least an hour, maybe more. Probably an hour if you go straight there, more if you try to remain in cover. Okay. Um, Ravenous then, I think it is just going to say, um, I'm sorry that it had to happen that way. Um, the giant doesn't say anything, um, but his breathing stops. The puffs of steam from his mouth cease. Yeah, she's going to get up and uh, go back to Luckbeak. Did you did you get everything you needed out of him before he... I, th- I think so. Okay. We should get moving as quickly as possible, though. If they leave the planet, then that's bad news. Yeah. Uh, okay, okay, let's go. If if we are passing the giant's body, I am going to pat it down, like, real quick. <laughs> go ahead. Um, yeah, go ahead and make an investigation check. Uh, investigation. I've turned into a real piece of shit, huh? That's only an 11. Uh, you find 25 gold pieces in a pouch. Okay. Um, cool. I, uh... I put two of the gold pieces on his eyes and pocket the other 23 and then walk a couple steps away and shake my head and turn back and take the two gold pieces and replace them with copper pieces (laughs) and then uh, move on. (laughs) Ruthless. Hey, man, it's not going to do him any good. (laughs) Also, you find in that same pouch uh, a piece of beef jerky the size of a ribeye steak. Oh, shit, yes. I love (laughs) carrying around stupid shit on my character sheet. I've had that chunk of logistics <laughs> since like chapter two. It came sure in handy. <laughs> okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, and you guys head in the direction of the Grand Quadrivium, uh, presumably the site of the battle that waged between Kazath's group and the Frost Giants. And uh, you walk for maybe about 20 minutes or so, and you crest a hill and kind of get advantage point down into the rest of this canyon city the spires above with their interconnected bridges and viaducts and you can see the towers of the grand quadrivium kind of through the cityscape towards the center and see several trails of smoke coming up from that area i look at Luckbeak and say um you should probably let marco know everything that's happened okay uh so uh i'm saying Marco, so Kazath, his camp was fighting the Frost Giants. They have a Spelljammer helm, and they're planning on using it to attach to one of the ships. They don't need the dragons to carry them. They can just leave. So we're headed their way. If you want to meet us there with the rest of your party, we're going to figure out what to do from there. And as you reach out through your astral bond to communicate with Marco, you don't get an immediate response. Yeah, no, I'm I'm fine. Yeah, no, thank you for asking. I 
Wait, no, yeah. <laughs> sure, we can get lunch out. Marco, do not worry about that right now. Okay? <laughs> I, I'm just assuming, I'm assuming what Tanner's going to say here. Thunder crackles against the cloud-covered night, backlighting an ever-growing tower that pulsates and squirms. The stench of thick, dead blood from the rotting ground beneath your feet screams with the pain of every weapon rended from the grisly warriors who've met their end here. The earth quakes again as a deafening roar echoes from the slick meat tower in front of you. She calls. She is waiting. You see and hear this terrible, like, cracking of bone and rending of flesh as his form just sort of shifts and twists. Uh, maybe he's, like, juggling or something. Maybe he's found some, like, dismembered, um, body parts and he's, he's using that as a distraction. Galgenbeck, what a nice city. The rotten flesh doesn't stink quite as much there. Rejoice! The fall of humanity comes! But has all of the sickness been for nothing? Find out on Fables Around the Table, she. Hey, I'm Saker. And I'm Evan. And our podcast is It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Hey, what's that podcast about, Ev? So, do you know of a band called Bare Naked Ladies? One week. Yeah, yeah, that's one of them. Okay, all right, cool. Yeah, I know. Yeah, of them. Do you ever want to learn more about them? Or... Absolutely not. <laughs> okay, well, then this is the podcast for you because we teach you nothing with various guests. Yeah, like uh, like Matt Besser. Holy we shit. Climbed in a second story window and partied in this house where we barely. Didn't know at all the people. That was crazy. Holy fuck, Mike Mitchell. Why? Well, I, I don't know how how like how much you guys really do love bare naked ladies. Justin McElroy. Grab your tongue. Grab your tongue, and I want you to say Our "born tongue. on a pirate ship." Born on a pirate ship. You were born on a pile of shit, and many more. So check it out. But also, if you don't like bare naked ladies, we talk about them probably like a third of the time. So. Uh, yes. That's every Tuesday, wherever fine podcasts are sold. We can make a board game about it. As you walk down the sidewalk, passing shops of all kinds, the cold wind stinging against your cheeks as the snow beneath your feet gives a light crunching, you see a sign above your goal, Chronicle Comics. You open the door, the ding of the bell letting the clerk know someone has entered. He looks up at your familiar face and says, Hey, uh, that comic you were picking up ended its run, but it looks like the company printing it as uh, something new out. And he hands you a comic. On the cover, a city along the water at night, searchlights across the dark sky. In each light are four faces with names and contrastingly colorful font below them. Falcon Girl. No, he would not be impressed. He'd be like 50 times more pissed than he already is at me. Royale. Yeah, watching and seeing what happens isn't stopping the crime. Remix! Am I the only one confused why Quasi can whisper? Quasi Raptor. Quasi never gets to eat. Above them, in white font with yellow bordering, the words Cape Chronicles. Available every first and third Wednesday of each month starting March 2nd, 2022 from Project Derailed, wherever you get your podcasts. It is cramped in here. projectderailed.com <laughs> I'm just reading Tom's messages. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Ring of <laughs> Fuck, that would have kicked ass. <laughs>
<laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Just giggling. <laughs>